Come with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another fine, outstanding edition of Ghost Chronicles, The Next Generation. I am Ron Kolick, of course, the gatekeeper to that amazing light bulb in the sky, New England's own Val Hamilton, glad me all away from the land of the whiteness is the blonde bombshell herself, Ann Kerrigan. Well, hello. Wow, what is that? All that snow got you, like, all happy and giddy and stuff? Giddy? Giddy. Yeah, positively giddy. giddy. word? Yeah. You screwed up your own name, too, so I mean... <laughs> I did? Really? Oh, <laughs> yeah, Elsing. Where am I? Something like that. Who am I? Were you having some brandy to keep warm? I wish, I wish. <laughs> you know I'm such a good boy, I don't drink anymore. Oh, yeah, 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 I know. Sort of, I know. kind of, maybe. I guess, uh, yeah. I, sort of. <laughs> I pulled in here at the last minute, I don't even have my prerequisite glass of wine with me this evening, so. Oh, oh, the inhumanity of it. I know, well, I had one with dinner, and we went out to dinner. Just, we don't, birch up the, just don't burp up that sushi, that wine. <laughs> yeah, fish. we went out and got sushi. Yeah. Everybody knows what you do because you post it all on Facebook. I mean, yeah. going out well, the door, yep, yep, shovel it, yep, yep, go to sushi, yep, yep, go to gym, yep, yep. Yep. Oh, you do the same thing, uh-huh. What's your point? Yeah. Well, don't People want to know about me. They want to know where I am so they can avoid me. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. This is true. <laughs> so anyways, what would you end up with uh, snow totals now and then? You know, I don't have an official total, but I would say um, probably about fifteen to eighteen inches would be my guess. Wussy, wussy. How much did you guys close, get? Close to thirty. Holy crap! Go on my Facebook page; you'll see it. I got the snow well, you're in the there. Great White North. Well, I saw your pictures, but you know, it's hard to tell from a picture. Well, I put a ruler in there. I, I couldn't got, read it. It was too far away. You don't have to read it. You can tell just by looking at it. Oh, okay. Well, whatever. <sighs> whatever. Yeah, whatever. Fine. Anyways, okay, you win. You got more snow. You feel better? Yeah, we're getting more, too, on uh, Friday, evidently, another five. Uh, uh, five yeah, I heard that. Five inches, yeah. I heard that. Oh, five inches. Wearing, that's nothing. Yeah, on top of the 30 we get now. Yeah, that's nothing <laughs> at all. <laughs> Well, well no, it was rather wild, but we all kept our electricity. Did you keep your electricity? Yes, we did. Which we did really too. Nice job, National I, Grid. I bought tons of uh, stuff for the electric heat, the gas heater that I bought for uh, the mill investigation, and mm -hmm. I bought tons of cylinders so I'd be all set. And I had my cooking stove, and I was all set for the power inverter for the car, and yeah. Wow. Nothing. nothing. Wasted it all. Spent all that money for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. The next storm, I'm sure they'll be happy to take your power away. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. 
All right, John. John says that he got no inches where he is. And no fine, inches, John, we no know inches. you're in Florida. Don't rub it in. Yeah, right. Florida's going to get swallowed by a sinkhole anyway. Who cares? There you go. There you go. Oh. You people out in California, hey, you're dropping in the Pacific. So, oh, you. Karina, well. we don't hear that it's 70 in Texas either. Mm. Nope. Don't want to hear it. Texas. Texas will be the next, uh, you know, they'll have the beaches in Texas when California drops down. <laughs> I know. Next week they'll have ice. <laughs> Texas anyway. is one of those strange vortexes. You know, they'll have an ice storm one week and no one can go anywhere and then the next week it's 70 degrees so wait a minute an ice storm you mean like a coating of snow no like an ice like ice are you kidding me like the national capital they get a coating of snow and they all panic yeah oh i know it's rather humorous what the heck I had a laugh, Jim Stoney, our EVP specialist from the uh, NEGP, uh, mm-hmm. sent me a, a photograph of uh, Logan Airport, and uh, it showed all the flights canceled except Icelandic Airbine on time. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, we got that. <laughs> yeah, they're used to that crap up there. We got that. No problem. Used to that. Oh, my but God. Anyway. So, uh, we. Uh, have uh, a bunch of stuff coming up, believe it or not, and a bunch of investigations and stuff. So, Oh, and by the way, if anybody missed it, they can uh, see our video production of our show last week, which was, was kind of cool because we, yeah. we used the green screen for the first time, which was a lot yeah. of fun. And we, yes, we can we're, see, see that on demand. Yeah, we're in the cemetery with our mm-hmm. shovel and mm-hmm. roses and stuff like that, but... Uh, See, that yes. must have been a premonition for me. I had my shovel already. <laughs> right. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh-huh. But, yes, it's up on Video On Demand, www.ebctv.org. And uh, just uh, go to the Video On Demand tab, click on Ghost Chronicles Next Generation, and the new show will be the first one on the list. Can you there exercise snow? I wonder, I wonder if you could exercise snow, you know. What? Yeah, you know how they have exorcists? Maybe they have a snow exorcist. Snow exorcist? (laughs) (laughs) They'd have to be pretty powerful, I think. Then all the snow demons will go away. (laughs) I'm just saying. But anyways, I think we should talk paranormal. (laughs) Uh, Most likely. (laughs) People everywhere else are probably sick of hearing us talk about the snow. Yeah, well, whatever. Are we waiting on our guest? No, she's here. Oh, okay. All right. Just listeners to us babble on. There's, no, I know. people do. <laughs> Poor thing. Yeah. So anyways, uh, joining us now is uh, someone I've known. Oh, oh, I heard something. <laughs> joining us now is someone who I've known for a little while now, and uh, she is Allison, and I can never say her last name, Guevara or something like that. What is it? Guevara. Guevara. Oh, like surveyor, only it's good veya. No. <laughs> Is that like for the Bible or something? Like There's you know, no D. No, what? Uh, you've known her for a long time, and you can't even say her name. That's terrible. Hi, Allison. <laughs> Hi. Well, actually, yeah, no one can really say my name, so I, I don't take it personally. Oh, I knew how to say it, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> say it, Jan, say it. Even people I've worked with for years can't say it, so. Go ahead, Ed. Say it. I'm waiting. 
Guvea. Oh, right? Guvea, right. Guvea. <laughs> that was good. It's French. Right? All right, never mind. <laughs> so, Alice, <laughs> thank Allison, thank you so much for joining us. And Allison has a kind of unique talent. And this is something that, I don't know, I haven't made up my mind on it. Uh, I know she does good, but I still haven't got my whole little brain wrapped around it. So, I want, hopefully she's going to tell us a little bit more about this. And, and what she can do is house clearings. Oh, you know, am I right okay. with that, Allison, or am I wrong with that? Yes. Yes. Nope, you're absolutely right on track with that, and I thank you for uh, thinking about me for tonight. Uh, I enjoy – I love to do house clearings because I think it helps – it helps everybody concerned. It helps not only the family that's living in the house, but if there's any negative energy that needs to go, it can go where it can go, or if someone needs to cross over, or I think it helps everybody – Involved, so it's always so what's, good to. What's, what's the theory behind house clearings? I mean, how does it work? I, 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 that's the thing I can't. You know, I'm not sure. Is it is it is you inflicting your will upon the creatures of the house, or or what is it? Uh, no, I don't think so because I don't believe that that's the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. I think that I can help them if if there is. There's many different reasons for activity in a house, and it's not okay. always just because there's a ghost there. Oh, okay. And and I think that if that is the reason there's a ghost there, it certainly is not up to me to make this person cross over. So uh, I, but I do feel like I can help right. because I can talk to them. I am a medium of, of that, able to communicate with them, and sometimes I can help my guides help me to say the right thing sometimes so they're not so afraid or, you know, if they're not ready, if they can't see the light, sometimes people just get lost or confused. And sometimes I can help guide them, and I feel like that's what I am, a guide, mm-hmm. more than anything. So it's not up to me to tell them how to cross over or now's the time or you have to go. It's up to them. I just feel like I can guide them. Nice. That's good because so I think sometimes people take that into their own hands as their responsibility. And exactly. Maybe it isn't. <laughs> no, exactly right. I don't. I don't think it is their responsibility. I think it's the spirit's responsibility to choose. I mean, if you were walking, I just feel like it's my job to help, too, in a way. And I feel like that's my job in life. I go through life helping people. If I see someone needs money for the bus or, you know what I mean, I just will help if I can. And I wouldn't walk by someone that was in need of direction without trying to help Mm -hmm. on the street. So So I kind of feel the same. So are you like a psychotherapist for a ghost? (laughs) Actually, they call people that help cross over psychopomps. Oh, like a what? Pomps, P-O-M-P-S. Pomps. It's a shamanic term, I think. So it, oh. it's, I feel like it's, um, or sometimes they're just in the dark, literally, and they need to know they're not alone, and they don't know that they can ask for help. So just simply telling somebody that, you can ask to see your guides and ask for help. Then 
it's really not my place to, I feel like, even to cross them over. I feel like it's my place to get them in a place they can find help, whether they're guides or it might not be that for their time to cross over, but at least they need to go someplace they can they can learn still and grow because they think they have levels to learn just like we do here. You know, we learn as we grow and that's what we're all here for is to learn our lessons. And I feel like it's still that way over on the other side. Hmm. Yeah. It's like the old thing you have to go, but you, I mean, you don't have to go, but you can't stay here. <laughs> exactly. Well, that's exactly right. That's kind of right. You know, you, I don't, you don't want to stay where you are right now. It's dark and lonely and you're scared. You can't come back. So right. what else are you going to do? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. go forward, go see, you know, ask for your help from your guides or your angels and, you know, move along, you know, move on to another life if that's what is the next step for you. So how did you right. learn to do what you do? Well, I have been very blessed and I am very grateful for a lot of people that have been put in my path. And um, I have just taken what I need to take, I think. Well, hopefully I've taken what I need to take from different people that have been very instrumental in helping me become more intuitive and learn how to communicate with people that that have crossed over and I feel like I've I feel like I've just sort of stumbled onto this. I don't feel like I said, Oh, I'm gonna be someone who crosses people over. It just sort of happened and as I grew my intuition and I grew my learning I just sort of fell into it and I feel like I have a knack for this kind of thing. <laughs> So, so I so, stick with it, and I like. I, I feel very helpful and very accomplished when I clear a house and I know everything's kind of reset. So, do you think it's your nature because you like to help people that that it just became natural that you help spirit as well? I think that was a big thing for it. I I do believe that. That's part of it. It's just part of my nature is that I just, you know, like to get people where they're going and show people the right, you know, where their direction is maybe. So uh, when people ask you and they say, you know, there's something in my house and, I mean, how do you determine, I mean, obviously people are are afraid um, when Mm -hmm. something happens in their house. That is unexplained. But how do you, you know, determine whether it needs to be cleared or if it's, you know, sometimes it it's, it's, might be totally non-threatening? I mean, how, how do you make that determination? Part of what I do, well, because I can communicate with spirits, I can actually, if, I can usually tell if there's somebody there that wants to talk Mm-hmm. And they usually do want to talk because they haven't heard, had anyone listen to them for a long time. Mm-hmm. And it okay. could be they've been trying, they try to get people's attention by 
making knocking noises or moving furniture, like, hey, I'm here, how come you're not talking to me? So, and I can do that, and they know that. So usually if there's someone around, I'll usually get a pretty good response. Mm-hmm. Either that or they know I'm going to try to make them go or at least, <laughs> you know what I mean? They're not my energy, high vibrating energy that I'm bringing in is not going to vibrate with their low energy, and they're not going to be happy, so they don't want me there. So you know, sometimes it's that too. But I can usually, you usually can try to, I can tell somehow if it's that's where my intuition comes in. If it's just energy that needs to be cleared, or and sometimes it's not even the house that. The problem is the problem is on the land. Oh, right. Um, and sometimes more often, I, I don't want to say more often than not, but often it is the part of the problem is the land needs to be cleared. And when I do cl- clear land, I always make offerings to the land, and um, often that will help settle things down too. When you say cleared, what do you mean by cleared? I'm just trying to get that clarity in my head. Uh, by clearing the land? Yeah, say say clearing I, the land. When you when you say you clear the land, it's it's clearly you haven't you know plow it. You, I mean, you, <laughs> you know it's exactly. It's, what what are you doing? That, I mean, what are you clearing? What? Um, well, I'm asking the good energy to come back and making way for it by kind of clearing the same way the negative energy in you do in a house, you know, by incense is a great way to clear. Even sound is a wonderful clearing method. So I will bang a drum to all the directions and try and clear out the energy that's stale and just hanging around, what I call psychic sludge, and then (laughs) leave room for the good energy to come in, and, and I call it in. And often the wind will whip up, and I'll feel, you know, you'll almost feel that coming in. And I make offerings to the land for thanking them. Sometimes I'll just put herbs in my hands, and the wind will whip up. I've seen it on the back porch. I was offering, making an offering. The wind just whipped up and blew the herbs right out of my hand. <laughs> so I knew that was a good thing, you know. So, But it's different remedies for different solutions always, which is why I love this work because it's always so different. I learn something almost every time I go out. So with the negative energy, I'm trying, trying to define this negative energy. What is this negative energy? Is it like uh, – bad feelings that are left in an area? Is it, um, I, I'm, I'm trying to, you know, understand with this negative energy, is it like, a, mm-hmm. you know, something that's, you know, if it was, a, you know, a hospital there that, that was saw a lot of death or a, or a funeral home or something that, that, that had a lot of imprints, is, is that what we're talking about, something like that, or, or what is it exactly? Yes, actually, imprints is a very good word. Um, residual energy is another term that I will like to use because the land remembers. You know, the land is alive and it has a memory. And if there was a motorcycle accident on the front lawn 50 years ago before there was a house there, 
there could still be that traumatic energy. It doesn't mean the person didn't cross over. Mm-hmm. You know, the, there might not be a ghost there, but that residual energy, that traumatic energy has been imprinted on the land, and it's still the, and it stays there. And that's what sometimes, and like attracts like, so that residual energy is going to attract other energy just like it. Mm. That's interesting. And it will just hang around. And you're exactly right. It's hospitals, you know, in hospitals, that's why hospitals are so hard sometimes to go into, and you don't know why. People feel very uncomfortable at them. It's kind of like, think of all the... All the residual energy and the imprints in that hospital from families that are worried about their loved ones, from their loved ones who are scared. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that goes on there that just, like I call psychic sludge, it just sort of hangs around. Mm -hmm. Piles up. (laughs) Right. And then it attracts more. Right. Because like attracts like, so it just keeps any, any other residual energy or dark energy that's kind of hanging around and swirling around. Because I feel like energy is the same way with, it's all around us, good and bad. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the spirit world is the same. It's all around us. Mm-hmm. Spirits are all around us, you know, and we're all kind of interacting with everything with each other. It's just sometimes it's hard to see. Mm-hmm. Mm. We have a question from chat from Ghost Girl for you, and she sure. would like to know if you have to be in the house to clear it. I do not have to be in the house to clear it. I have uh, done remote clearings before, what I call remote clearings. Um, I just need, and with Google Maps has made it, so great to make a connection. I usually oh, will just, I need the address, and that's what I need. And I don't have to be there. And uh-huh. um, Because, you know, energy is, is energy, and I, it, I can even c- clear my own house. I have cleared my own house just sitting at my kitchen table mm-hmm. and cleared every room. Like, I don't have to go in every room. I just can clear it, and I can do it from... I cleared a house, I don't know, I would say about 40 miles away hmm. without having to go there. Wow. And it was a good thing because not everyone was going to be welcoming. <laughs> so, because there were some, some people, that, yeah, there were some skeptics yeah. and people there didn't want me going, but other people did. So uh-huh. the owner said, okay, and as long as I feel I have permission mm-hmm. and I have the address, that's mm-hmm. really all I need. That's and a good connection. Amazing. Yeah. I mean, to be able to visual, to have that visual, Google Maps, you can be literally right there. Exactly. Exactly. That's exactly right. Wow. Technology at work. (laughs) (laughs) I know, right? I love it. It's a lost cause. Techie wit. Anyways, so, I mean, what you do is kind of like feng shui. I mean, feng shui, except they don't, feng shui doesn't work remotely, it works locality uh you know you do clearing with feng shui where you go and you clap in all the corners of the room or you can ring a bell or you just basically make noise in all the corners of the room to move the energy to create that chi uh for the good chi to come in yes it is 
something like that. Uh, in feng shui, they do a lot with furniture moving and how you're, you know, they, they have certain quarters of certain sections of the house that are. Yeah, uh, I, yeah uh, I didn't say it exactly. You got certain sections of the house are certain things in life, perhaps in life and so forth. But exactly. as far as it's, they're, they're pretty much, the, the, the thing I was talking about is pretty much the, the energy flow chi in which yes. you use the, the, you know, the Kumpao mirror and, and other things to correct the flow of energy. And, and what you're doing exactly. you're clearing is you're reducing the negativity or you're removing the negativity and allowing good chi or good energy to come into a house. So it's, it's it, in a way, it's similar to what you do, but uh, a little bit yes. different, I guess. Yes, it is It is quite similar, and I use a lot of the same uh, techniques that they use to either clear energy or, and you mentioned ringing a bell and mm-hmm. even clapping. I had clapping. a woman. Yep. I've done that for years. Yep. Yeah. I had a woman who was trying to sell her house, and she, a friend, and she couldn't sell her house no matter what happened. Things always fell through. Or, And then uh, we did a clearing, and I had the little, her daughter and son, they were young, and I they wanted to help. So I said, just go to every window and clap and scream and laugh and just make all kinds of noise. And, of course, the kids love that. that. (laughs) And I cleared, did my thing, and then every time they had a house clearing, the kids wanted to go to the windows and scream and clap and, you know, play with their toys. And and within, you know, a couple of months, she had sold the house. (laughs) Wow. So it's kind of fun how it works. It doesn't have to be all serious and scary and you know what I mean because mm-hmm. those kids the kids certainly didn't think it was scary they thought it was really fun right. and it worked out for everybody so <laughs> so do you use I know a lot of people say you know you want to uh, cleanse or clear your home you use the sage do you use that as well I do use sage um, I feel like sage is kind of a precursor to whatever else I'm going to be doing because I feel like sage sort of hits the reset button and kind of clears everything out and brings it back to a neutral zone, so to speak. And right, then I like to, to add uh, in... We're going to have to, have to oh. take a break right now, so we'll go back to uh, what happens after you use sage. So you're listening to Ghost Chronicles uh, Next Generation with Dan Carrigan and Ron Kolick and our very special guest, Allison Guevara. Right here on Tojinet Parex, Ghost Channel, iTunes, wherever. We'll be back. Hello. Hello. Can you hear me? My name is Harry Price. I am speaking to you via the medium of the Ghost Box. Many of you will know I carried out the first live radio broadcast from Haunted House way back in 1936 for the BBC. Now, thanks to the wonders of modern technology, I am still able to keep abreast of 21st century ghost hunting by listening to Ghost Chronicles International on Togginet, Para-X Radio, The Ghost Channel, and even on something called a podcast. Two splendid chaps host it. One is an American who calls himself New England's own Van Helsing although I have discovered his real name is Ron Kolek. The other is Stephen Parsons, and he's a paranormal scientist. Well, mustache, I'm required elsewhere on something called a K2, 
But don't forget, I'll be listening in every Tuesday from 8 o'clock in Great Britain and 3 o'clock on the American Eastern Seaboard. I trust you will join me there. Welcome to Toginet, radio with a cutting edge. Feel the need to do some soul searching or make some changes in your life to create a more positive future? Then Circles of Wisdom is just the place for you. Circles of Wisdom is a metaphysical bookstore and more, located on Route 28 in downtown Andover, Massachusetts. We carry a large selection of books and music, crystals and gemstones, jewelry and gifts, sage, aromatherapy, and so much more, all in a relaxing and welcoming atmosphere. We offer classes on a variety of topics like yoga, Reiki, psychic development, alternative healing, and personal transformation. For guidance on this journey we call life, get a reading from one of our many readers at Circles of Wisdom, 90 Main Street in downtown Andover, right next to Bertucci's. Call us at 978-474-8010 or check us out on the web at www.circlesofwisdom.com. Lots to see and do in a feel-good place, an oasis in this hectic world. And welcome back to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with Ron and Anne and our special guest, Allison Gouveia. Ta-da! <laughs> Hello. And just before the break, we were talking with Allison about house cleaning, and Anne asked about the use of sage, and she says that she uses it as a prerequisite sort of to set up the scene kind of like at mass when you kind of do the old incense before you get down to the nitty-gritty. <laughs> Am I close to that or not? <laughs> so what happens yeah, after you I, do the sage? Uh, well, after I do the sage, I um, it depends on what kind of energy I want to bring in, but I will either burn some good um, energy for incense or sometimes I would like to, uh, I'll burn, I'll have them state, like affirmations, what they want to feel in each room. And as we go through each room, I might burn a little bit of um, some kind of incense or rub some essential oil on the windowsills or something, just mm-hmm. something to bring back the, to kind of uplift the atmosphere, the environment. Hmm. Now, I know a lot of people, and I've seen sage in a number of different, you know, shops here, there, everywhere, Um but I think that maybe your average person is kind of unsure what to do with the sage. Can, like if someone wanted to pick some up themselves, could it be something that they could do as a cleansing thing themselves? Or should, is that better left to someone like you? Uh, no, I think everyone can do it, um, can cleanse can use sage. I actually, when I go on a clearing, I always leave some comments about what they can do themselves, the homeowners, to clear their own house when they feel something has come up. If somebody, you know, negative, or there's been a big argument, or somebody has been really sick in the house, it's always a good time to clear after that. Um, and there are some things anyone can do. Um, so it can. You can buy sage in wands that are all threaded together, and those are nice because you you just have to try and keep them lit and just swing the smoke around all the corners of the room and in the middle of the room. I mean, there's no real one way to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and just try and feel 
open a window and let the smoke and the negativity all go out the window. Uh, and really, I think anyone can do this, especially if you – a lot of people like to go antiquing and bring in secondhand furniture. Mm. And often those things are going to hold – the previous owner's energy and and things can attach to those things. So it's really helpful if you do bring in secondhand furniture or even clothes or anything, just give it a good saging first before you bring it into your house. Oh, wow. I never would have thought of that. That is an excellent idea. Yeah. 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 Wow. I really tend to not like to go into antique stores because... <laughs> It feels like I'm feeling everything. So, and it's, in, yeah, it's uh, interesting when someone tells me they don't like to go antiquing or they don't like to go into used stores or flea markets. That kind of makes me wonder why. Wow. You know, whether they're it's feeling it and they just don't know what it is, you know. Huh. You know what's really interesting, Allison, is that I have a lot of friends that are mediums and they hate supermarkets because of all uh, the energy and negativity in the supermarket, but... Uh, they love antiquing, so uh, that's kind of a paradox, I think. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah, I love antiquing and uh, secondhand yep. stores, and I love all that stuff, mm-hmm. so, but I'm not psychic. <laughs> so it doesn't bother me, but I could totally understand that, you know, and it, it would never it never cross my mind that, well, I mean, we all have heard about haunted objects, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, right. So. Yeah, I mean it, but it totally makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. Well, I did a clearing know, once for a woman. Psychometry, you, you know, my favorite subject, and that's what that is. It's it's right. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. I did a clearing once for a woman, and the ghost had been attached to a book that she had bought. Ghost Chronicles. Her 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 tenant brought it in the house. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> so it, it's really interesting. I don't want to scare anybody out there. Like, never buy anything from a, an antique store. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying be, right. you know, be wise, safe than sorry, and just give it a good saging or clearing. You could bury it in the earth if you remember where you bury it, and, or what, however you want to clear it is. Uh, but it would be what well, you know, it's better safe than sorry to do something like that. Allison, you're missing a golden opportunity now because I just saw uh, Shark Tank uh, Tuesday night, and they had this uh, stuff they sold that when you you know you buy your clothes and it doesn't exactly be without buy your clothes when you grab some clothes and they're not exactly fresh, uh, you can use this stuff. You wipe it on and it, it smells a lot better. Um, <laughs> So maybe we could come up with uh, a little kit that people can buy and, uh, you know, they, they bring an object home and they take out their little clothy thing and wrap it and wrap it with it or whatever and, uh, you know, take all the negativity out of it or all the old energy. Uh, so you, I'm just giving you an idea. That's all. That's a good idea. Yeah. Hey, yeah. little do-it-yourself mm. cleansing kit. Um, <laughs> Ghost, Ghost Girl would like to know, how can someone contact you, Allison, if they needed your help? Uh, I am on Facebook. Um, my name is, I, I have to spell it for you. My first name is Allison, oh, yeah. two L's and an I. And my last name is G-O-U-V-E-I-A. Awesome. And right. you can oh. contact me on Facebook or um, 
at my email, which is just my first initial A and my last name, Guvea. Um, actually, probably the, and it would be at necc.emass.edu. Uh, if you can't remember any of that, just contact me, and I'll pass the information on there. Yes, and I've done that before. Okay, so. necc.mass.edu. Yeah. Yes. Right. Actually, you That's know what? Could I change that email? Sure. To, I won't. I won't just my full name. <laughs> just my full name, Allison Govea. Okay. Uh, at yahoo.com. At yahoo. There you go. Okay. That's probably better. So as long as you can spell my name. <laughs> Meanwhile, okay, everybody, yeah, like I said, scribble out what you think, wrote down. <laughs> yeah. If you can't, if you can't I know, get all right? of it, just, Sorry. Just, just contact me, and uh, I'll certainly pass it on. Anyways. But Allison also has another uh, a great trait, uh, and that is the tarot cards. She also collects tarot cards as well, don't you, Allison? Ooh. I do, yes. Nice. Yes, I love the tarot. Oh, I, lo I, I I have a bunch of different decks, too. Not that I'm very good at it, but I just love tarot awesome. cards. <laughs> yes. And I noticed I on your Facebook page that you like cemeteries. Yes, I love I, them. Awesome. I, I, I hopped over there, and I'm like, oh, she has cemetery photos. <laughs> right up my I alley. love them. Excellent, excellent. Yes, I love. I know that sounds crazy, but I actually had a few friends that we liked to go out and we would walk through cemeteries and like watching the bats flying around at dusk and oh, just nice. seeing who we ran into in some cemetery. <laughs> oh, that's great! Yeah, I just love the uh, the carvings and all those things like that. So yes, I, so yes, I love pictures of them. I know, and Ron will post some posts on Facebook, too, about his pictures, and they're so beautiful. And the benches sometimes that they have just around mm -hmm. are, yeah, it's so gorgeous. It's like I just love cemeteries. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Excellent. All right, I'm just posting your contact info on our Facebook page, which is Ghost Chronicles-Next Generation. So if anybody hasn't friended us yet, and I can't imagine why not, uh, hop on over there and like us, and then you can find Allison's contact info as well. Mm, there you go. And if you like cemeteries, Allison, you should join um, the uh, Blondes uh, page, which is what now? Uh, Cemetery Tripping. I'm on Facebook at Cemetery Tripping. That's my cemetery page. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, Cemetery Tripping. I like it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anna has got me awesome. into that, and uh, she has gone to tons of cemeteries. She posts pictures all the time. Yes, that's awesome. my I'll have favorite thing. I'm always dragging Van Helsing around some cemetery. <laughs> <laughs> I have seen, yeah, I've seen pictures of you guys walking through them, and I'm thinking, oh wow, I wish I had, you know, I'd love to go cemetery tripping. I usually <laughs> go alone, so it's nice to see people doing it, you know. <laughs> I usually do together. too, but uh, you know, I'll drag my husband along. He usually parks himself on a bench and has a nap or follows me around <laughs> the car. Or, but uh, no, Van Helsing's pretty interested in it, though. I right? Am. I, am. I, I have my own page, which is, of course, Grave Intentions. Yes, yes. <laughs> Copycat. Copycat. Excuse me. I'm sorry. Did I hear that? I'm sorry. Did I? There must have been something wrong. I did, thought you said something. Copycat. 
<laughs> yes, you heard me. So, you so heard jealous. Me. Typical woman. All right. Yeah, Typical yeah, woman. yeah. Ah, well, yeah. I was there. Oh, I'm she's sure. got the same shoes I've been on. Oh, oh my God. God. We need to get Whatever. back to Allison. She's our guest. Come yeah, on. Fine. Come on now. <laughs> you say so. Anyways, I had something to say, and I can't remember what it was now. Uh, Thanks to you, I blame you. Uh, but so anyways, speaking of tarot. Uh oh. Sorry. We were talking about tarot, and um, right, yes. often I will take my tarot deck to a house clearing. Oh, and I will read okay. for the house. Mm-hmm. And and I will read for the house as if I were reading someone. Oh, that's cool. And it that's yeah, really it's interesting. interesting. It's very interesting how it helps. Hmm. And Tom, uh, Tom, um, what's his name again? D'Agostino. Tom D'Agostino. Yep, Tom D'Agostino's <laughs> wife, Eileen. Uh, she uses her tarot cards on uh, paranormal investigating. Awesome. Cool. So that, that's kind of cool, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that is cool. Very neat. Well, that's, uh, that's certainly a different we, approach. Okay. Yeah. What are you babbling about, Ron? I remember uh, we, we did a four-part series with WNDS News, Maureen and myself, and, and every Thursday we went out in October and took them to a haunted place, and we ended up in a the last one on Halloween, and, and we went to a cemetery, and, and it was dead, no pun intended. <laughs> so I was trying to tell her, like, okay, we we got to do something, you know, because you know, we had the cameras on and everything else. So she took her tarot cards and put her tarot cards on, on the, the crypt, you know, one of those big graves that come out of the ground, you know, like big square graves. I don't know what they call them. They're all rock. They come out of the ground. The top yep, slides yep, off. Esophagus? I don't know what you know. call them either. Yeah. Oh. Well, anyways, she okay. did the tarots on top of that, which was really interesting. <laughs> She's on her <laughs> rotten hell for this, but. Yeah. <laughs> Why? They're already dead. I mean. Yeah, well, you know, yeah. something like, you know, oh, you, you, cemeteries, you should have honor in cemeteries. So, I agree with that. Couldn't be, couldn't, couldn't be any worse than me rubbing the skull, you know, and then um, picking yeah. uh-huh. it to the nose and smelling it. So, oh, yeah. you're disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, oh my God. Uh, John actually has a question. Well, not a question, but a comment. And I do want to mention it because um, he says he would like to go to New Orleans Cemeteries and Resurrection. Well, as it turns out, just... Just posted in Grave Attentions my page on oh, Facebook no. for cemeteries. Uh-huh. Uh, the the Catholic Diocese has now closed the cemetery in New Orleans where Marie Lebeau's stone has, is her gravest uh, because of all the uh, uh, vandalism, vandalism, litter, graffiti, mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So uh, well, someone went in and painted it pink. Yeah, well, you know. Oh, that was horrible, and they had a hell of a time. Someone went in there, and they painted her her grave pink. And, I mean, they had to painstakingly remove it and try and restore it uh, back the way it was. And, I mean, it was just, you know, all these years and years and years of, I think there was, you know, like, you know, not graffiti, but people wrote on it. And, I mean, it was it was just, it was history, you know. And, uh, yeah, that was horrible. So now they won't let people in there? 
Uh, yep, that's what they're going to do. They're going to block, close it off so you won't be able to go in. That's horrible. That's the plan uh, or something yeah, changes. If you do go before me, Anne, I am going to paint your grave pink. So just thought Thanks. I'd let you know. <laughs> Thanks. I'll get you. I'll yeah, get you back. Yeah. Don't worry. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> paint it hot pink to match my font. Of course, I will. That's exactly right. what I was thinking about. And I'll put a hat on it so you're all set. Oh, thank you. There yeah, you go. Well, you know, I'm kind. <laughs> anyway, speaking about Allison, Allison and I are actually going to be doing an investigation together uh, coming up in the next couple of weeks uh, at a house that that uh, may need some clearing. So I'm bringing in my ace. Nice. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. That will be very, that be good. Mm-hmm. Yep, Maureen will be with us as well, and uh, so it'll be uh, an investigation, and we'll also be there to take care of whatever has to be taken care of if we have to, if the homeowner requests it. Uh, yeah, so there you go. So I wanted to ask you about when you you talk about house clearings and uh, negative energy or anything, but th- there are some times that you have spirit too, like like you were talking about. Do you ever run into anything, and I don't even know if you believe them, do you believe in demons or anything on that level that's non-human, uh, nasty, I guess is a good way to put it? Yes, I I do run in, I have run into that before. I, I don't really like to use what I call the D word, Demons, yeah, right. because that just when I'm especially when I'm talking to the homeowner, it just brings up such I don't know. It, every everyone's just gets scared hearing that. There's no good reaction to that word. So I try not to use that word because I don't necessarily call them demons. I ne- I feel like if they're inhuman and they never had a life. Um, I just call it energy. I don't really name it anything, but I I have run into that, and um, it's especially so when you, you get do. involved with portals and vortexes, mm-hmm. you are going to run into that kind of energy because anything. So what do you do? What do you do, Allison? Um, well, it depends. A lot of times I work with my guides as well because I don't feel it's just me that's working to clear this house. I have my guides and my angels working with me too, and they'll tell me I have put a piece of um, smoky quartz in the middle of the room and just had that energy kind of seeing it as a vacuum and just sucking everything that came out of that portal back into that smoky quartz. And crystals are wonderful for helping heal and and absorb energy. And then I would close the portal. So, But sometimes it's not that easy. And uh, there's a lot of there's different things to do when things come up. And it's usually not just me that's knowing what to do. And it's usually not just me. It's my guides, my angels. Sometimes the house is actually helping me too. I, I call on the house for help. Because the house is oh, a living thing as well. I mean, it's built out of wood generally, and woods. <laughs> it was a tree anyway. <laughs> so often the house wants to help clear itself too, you know, because it's better all around. 
So mm-hmm. kind uh, of I'm glad, you mentioned, glad you mentioned that because uh, you know when when people go in like exorcists and so forth, they're not there by themselves. Uh, they're there with whoever they believe in, whether it's Christ or their angels or their their guides or whatever. They're, they're always. It's not just the person. He is more just like the. Uh, a focal point where, uh, or the instrument, I guess, of of, of right. the other en- energies. So, right. and I also have, by by I also have to address something from the chat room. It says Ron was picking the dead person's nose and smelling it. That is not true. <laughs> I rubbed the skull of the dead person and then smelled my fingers. So let's get that straight. Oh uh, yeah, it's all semantics. <laughs> okay, whatever. <laughs> So, anyway. I like to think of myself as a hollow bone, more, you know, that people are working through me, with me, I should say, I guess, that, mm-hmm. you know, spirit or, and, or God or goddess or whatever you want to call it, the universe is working through me if I can clear myself enough so that I will know what to do or I'll have the tools to work with. The so guy it's kind of like that Reiki, can help. Reiki, where the energy. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Uh, and I use Reiki. I'm a Reiki practitioner too, and I often will use Reiki, especially mm-hmm. to help close portals or um, with nasty stuff, like you were talking about before, uh, in human energy. You know, Reiki is. I, I will use Reiki to help clear as well, and it is the same, very much the same thing. We have a question speaking of Reiki and portals. Um, this is from PSI in the Pararex chat room. He says, hello, Van Helsing. Question for the guests. How long do these portals stay around in a place? Years, months? Uh, yeah, if they aren't closed, I think that they just stay around in the, as they, they gather more strength. And... Uh, sometimes they, I feel like they do close on their own, um, but I think if you don't close them, they just can pop up, especially where a lot of negative energy has, I was talking about how like attracts like, and if a lot of negative energy has attracted to one spot, then that is a good, a good point for a portal to open up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So that's, again, why I – and I think they can stay open. Mm -hmm. You you know, what's really interesting is uh, when Karen Marcy was an EVP specialist for the Ghost Project, uh, she – Got a, went in the cemetery and she had her uh, analog recorder and she made a recording and she's got this fairly long recording and, it, and it's pretty amazing because it sounds just like a portal. You, you, you hear these crackles and pops this, like it's electricity opening, you know, and whatever. And then all of a sudden you hear like a, a whirl of wind and so forth. And then all these voices come through. It is a, a whole myriad of voices of different ones saying different things. And, and it just gets loud. And then eventually it gets really loud and just bang, it closes. Just So I, I, I think that's hmm. uh, maybe it was a temporary portal, but I think that's kind of what it is. It's, it's a, an opening from our realm to the other realm. Yes. Yep. Absolutely. That's what portals. I there's portals and vortexes, and I feel like they are that. Portals are an opening to the other realms that 
you know, and you don't know what's going to come through there. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a subway car, huh? Pulls up, doors yeah. open. <laughs> exactly. God knows what comes yep. out, then doors close again, and off it goes. <laughs> right, it can get as scary as a subway car, yeah, that's for yeah. sure. <laughs> kind of <Now>. scary. <laughs> a lot scary. Wow. There you go. Subway pulls so up. So what... What has been, I'm going to ask you a two-part question. First is, what has been the most rewarding experience you've had since you've been doing this? And what has been the most, I guess, I'm not going to say terrifying, but most uncomfortable uh, experience you've had in doing this? Um, Well, the most rewarding experience, I guess would be, I know it's hard to say, I always feel that sense of reward and accomplishment with any time I've helped a spirit cross over. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if I could pick one time because I just feel like they all deserve to to cross over or at least, but especially when I can help someone who who has committed suicide. Mm. I I can help them find a little bit of peace. And there was one time, I guess that I would say is my most rewarding, that I came across a spirit that had committed suicide and was very afraid, very alone, in the dark, and I could feel the anxiety. I was shaking. So... It was very helpful for me. That was the most rewarding thing when I could, I didn't, he wasn't ready to cross over, but I at least helped him get to his guides Mm -hmm. and in a place where he was no longer scared and he could see and he has to work on his stuff. Okay. No, but at least I felt like I helped him find some peace, and I guess that was probably the most rewarding. And it helped the house find some peace because he was no longer erratic in his behavior and, you know what I mean, and, and just trying to get people's attention, and there was a lot of activity. So that right. calmed down quite a bit, too. So it was that was probably my most rewarding. Well, believe it or not, Allison, we've got to say goodbye to you because it's that was the uh, doorbell, which means pizza from the dead is here. So we've got to wrap oh. up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So wanna, Thank you very, very, say, very much. Yep, and I will see you in a couple of weeks. And uh, yes. Uh, good luck, and thank you so much for being with us. Well, thank you very much for having me. And yes, I'll see you in a few weeks. <laughs> yeah, nice right to on. meet you, Ann. Thanks, Allison. You too. Take care. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, that was pretty good. Yes, that was very interesting because, you know, I always wonder about these cleansing things and, you know, unless you've ever seen anybody do it, kind of unsure about it. So good to know. Yeah, you know, it's – I'm still, like I said, I have a hard time on some of it. And, you know, it's just like – it's like, you know what, a lot of people like – it's like using uh, the sage I consider like a lot of times people using holy water, they go on and splash it around and think like, oh, mm-hmm. everything's cool. And the same with, with sage, you're just taking your bird a little and you think like, oh, everything's cool. But it's mm-hmm. it's so much deeper than that, you know. Right, right. Well, we have a, 
uh, Allison's contact info on our Ghost Chronicles Facebook page. So, need to get in touch with her. You know where to find her. Right, and uh, I'll let you know how we made out on uh, with our experience as well as I go out with her in a couple of weeks. Yeah. So, excellent. And next week, live nope. broadcast. I know it nope. came up very quickly. Nope. 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 No. Okay. Scratch that. Never mind about that. We'll be... <laughs> Ignore that. We'll apparently be back here next week. <laughs> so until then, thank you for listening, everybody, and we will talk to you again next week. Yep. Good night. God bless. From goalies to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us, good Lord.